Welcome to Fit Fat Chat. That's fat with a PH. We are a super funky, fresh, real talk community podcast about body positivity, movement, mindfulness, joy, and whatever else the hell we want to talk about. Hosted by Ayana Parent, aka Black Addict of Be Free Coaching and Wellness, and me, Christy, aka Big Red of Dance Fitness with Christy L. Ray. So We're you trying can it. See my dancing. So, <laughs> well, that that's important. <laughs> Usually, I'm just dancing. You can't really see. It. You that's right. Feel it in your own vibration. And you wouldn't know that we have a tambourine available. <laughs> now they do. But now you do. <laughs> now you do. Oh, and we also have unstuck your fuck. Nope. <laughs> unstuck your. I can't fuck. Read, I've read that so many times because I'm doing the audio that it just that's what happens. So if anyone's interested in the process of how you do an audio recording. It's really cool because you can just read it. And then when you fuck up like that, you can just pause and go back. You can unfuck your stock. You can actually unfuck your stock while you're recording. It's amazing. It's so. It's called rewind. (laughs) There's an actual human rewind button. Editing. Editing. It's a good thing in life. All right. I feel like you have something funny about underwear. Oh, you get, you're like gonna give. I want to lead in with maybe, this, it's maybe. Make me laugh. It's actually it's more about yoga pants, but it may or may not involve underwear. It's just a, a little situation that happened and a life tip that I feel like everyone needs to think about. Maybe, like I am now thinking about this. <laughs> we're not. So in, we're, wait, we're not going chafing. As I, there was no chafing involved. But I was teaching, um, I was like ending my Zumba class and we were stretching. And there's always this part where you do a forward fold. And and I always feel. Did you uh, fart on the forward fold? You know, let's be honest. I I think about those things, but I have never (laughs) actually that I know to my knowledge that I can recall. At least done like a a loud one, but maybe a silent one. I don't know. Okay. And, but. No, I, I I thought everything was all well and good, but um, after class, one of my students was like, oh, I just want to let you know you have, like, a hole in your pants. <gasps> and, like, I was apparently wearing white underwear with black yoga pants. And her tip was, which I thought was great, was Get a just make sure you wear the same color underwear oh. as yoga pants. And that way, if you have a hole in them, it's all good. And uh, it stuck with me. I was very grateful <laughs> for the information. And uh, isn't that genius? <laughs> like, there's so much to this. I immediately nice ordered a bunch of black underwear because almost <laughs> all my yoga pants are black. And so that's it for now. Oh, from now on, my God. Because wow. I cannot control <laughs> the holes in my pants. Maybe I can, but it seems like I have less control over that. Than the color of my underwear. So wow, there's a lot of avenues we could take this with holes. I've been holding on to this little nugget for a whole week. Yoga can't pants. couldn't wait to put this on Fit Fat Chat. Forward folds. Forward folds. What happens in forward folds? There's a lot more to the process than the beauty beauty of yoga or stretching. When you when it really comes down to it, there's a lot of um, well now you know, everyone has to be aware stuff, of the so. holes. Either that or I need to get all white yoga pants, and I don't think that's a good idea. At least for me. I just, I, that would, oh, any time. I forget I, I'm, I, you can see my face. Sorry. <laughs> what did you just do? <laughs> You're it like. Was, <laughs> it, no. wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't about 
about you and white yoga pants. It was about you, what is white what? yoga pants in general. Oh, just white. Like, yeah. wait, is this going to a racial place or is this oh, just? Shit, no, no. Way? Oh, shit! No, okay. We can go there. Actually, black, dark black people are the only people that look really hot in white yoga pants. Oh, interesting. Yeah, black women and their booties with white yoga pants, all amazing. <laughs> okay then. <laughs> Then they're all good with the tidy whities. Oh, that in too. case there's an accidental <laughs> hole in their pants. I don't think I can come back from this, Christine. You're right. I can't stop laughing, and now I can't stop thinking about hot black women in white clothes. What? Well, <laughs> and this might somehow this is going to relate to this, but we're we're also looking for sponsors for underwear for large size women. So if anybody sells large size underwear that's listening to this, please contact us. Yeah. I know that's a very small I mean, that's a very small chance that that's happening. But it, let's say even if you know someone who knows someone who sells underwear, please, you know, like I mean, tag us. <laughs> tag us. Yeah, we've visited the whole sponsorship before and you know, I don't I'm not comfortable with it cuz I don't want to sell something that we're not about. But yeah. I've narrowed it down to yeah, large underwear. Wow, I'd, I'd be large happy underwear. to do like a segment on the show about large selling large underwear. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like we could try the products ourselves. We yes. could yes. actually there are. Let me tell you, there's them. not underwear like, that fits my booty. There just isn't. And by the way, like especially if you sell black underwear, I'd be in, interested in it because that it would really help me out. There's no more holes. <laughs> Wow. Somehow this does relate to unfunny <clears throat> stuff. Oh, what's going on with that? There's a book. So there's a book on, actually, this is video, so you can see it. Like, <laughs> unless you're listening, only audio. But, like, trust me, there is a book here and um, by this one. Yes. And you've been, basically, you, it's on audio now. It's going to yeah, be coming so out. Right in the same studio. I completed the audio recording. Right here. This is where the magic happens. The magic happened. (laughs) It actually did. It is. So first of all, it's quite an experience reading your own writing out loud. Like that was kind of trippy to me. Mm -hmm. And then at certain parts, I was like, oh, that's so good. And then at certain parts, I was like, whoa, that's like way too deep. Like... (laughs) The, the second half of the book, I didn't realize it's really uh, full of like really deep content around like political racial stuff, which obviously I knew because I wrote it. But like, yeah, in my head, it was like light, light and fluffy book that just had like 12 agreements. And then I was like, oh, man, I really went deep. Yeah, which is good, which is good because I literally un- had to unfuck all my shit around those issues that were right. holding me back. Um. But yeah, that was a lot of takeaway. I had to take a lot of breaks in the second half of reading it because some of it was deep and I was like, wait, what did I just say? <laughs> like, yeah. What, what did that just mean that I just wrote? Not that it didn't make sense, but more like, wow, okay, that takes a lot of thinking there. Yeah. Yeah. And any like re-traumatization happening from it or did it feel like you at least were in a safe space or like, because that can happen too. That can happen. Yeah. The... um. Well, Stephanie was super supportive and helpful and had the sense of humor that, like, let me laugh and that. cry at the same time. So that was amazing. Shout out. Shout out, Lemonadio. Woo! Yeah. Couldn't have done it without her. Yeah. 
There were times that probably she knew, but she was just holding space where there was tears coming. But I was like, I got to make it through this chapter. Like if I start crying, uh, I don't know that I would be able to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, and though there was like two. <laughs> <laughs> I can cry it out now because I'm actually not reading. Okay. There were two times. <clears throat> oh my gosh. But did you ever have a moment where you kind of felt like you were crying that that emotion, you just kept it in there? Or did you have to like stop and just redo it? Because I think that would be. I kept it in, but cool. I, I was aware that it was present and I was yeah. aware that she was aware that it was yeah. present. Yeah. And so I think she would have stopped me. Yeah if, yeah. if for some reason, if it like impacted it where people wouldn't be able to access it. Yes. But yes. as she let me know that the emotion is that piece allowed people, she, you know, kept me going. Yeah. Well, that's I think what it will come across in the, re- in the yeah. audio that. Yeah, those pieces were. Right. Yeah. There's a piece in there, I will just say, that was the one of the hardest. I don't know why, but well, I do know why. But <laughs> it's where um, Jason comes to, now I'm going to cry, <laughs> comes to rehab with me. Like, and his he uses language of pathetic to describe me and the other people in the room. And that uh. that was just one of those things that like stuck in my body. That's every time I even say it out loud now. It, I mean, it's logically, I know that's more sad for him than for me or for us. Mm-hmm. But the impact of that, like, I knew my marriage was over that second. Like, that amount of unlove that you can look at somebody and call your wife and you're pathetic because you're in a rehab. It, we were doing like therapy art, right? Like, recovery art is what it was called. Mm-hmm. And he literally was like, Yeah, that's like pathetic. I was like, Oh, like, oh, ouch. Ouch, like my whole body went ouch. Yeah, and that that was not, I still am not over it because I can feel the the surge of like ne- energy in my belly. I was going to breathe it out right now. <laughs> Let's all take a deep breath. Yes. <sighs> yeah, so for our listeners out there, I'd be curious. I'm sure that there's lots of people with trauma out there that have moments like that. I mean, that wasn't even, you know, something that happened in my childhood that I had to dig out. I had done so much work up until then to get there. That, But that was like, you know, your adult partner that you look at every day that, you know, you expect to have love, unconditional love for you, and then mirrors back. Probably, obviously, what I was thinking myself, but was working so hard to get out of that thought process. But then to have that yeah. confirmed by somebody that says you love you, oh, <laughs> that's just painful. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. That, Yuck. That can contribute to stuck for sure. Yeah. I can think of a few times myself where I you just end up recalling like that specific specific interaction and whether they mean it or right. not or whether right. whatever it is, it just is like it that your inner child just was screaming like that's that's I'm not safe I'm not safe and um, yes that is hard yeah and what was so like present in that moment was I was safe in that rehab like that was home yeah and it was like holy shit like that (laughs) what a crazy dynamic that was yeah but also Speaking of like intention versus like impact, this happens to all people. So I don't want to like call Jason out as the only person, right? There's lots of people that think this way. Um, 
Like, if I were to have that conversation with him today, he would say, like, that's not what I meant. That wasn't my intention, right? Even though those were his exact words. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's so many people that will do that, particularly around, like, race or, like, patriarchy or, you know, all the system stuff. Um, That's not what I meant. Like, that's not wasn't my intention. (laughs) (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Yeah, a little gaslighting word came across. Yeah, so, but lots of people do that, and that's real. Um, And that has more to do with them than with the person that's actually trying to do the really important work. So if anyone's dealing with that kind of stuff, just, just know that sometimes, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. There's also a part in the book where I talk about, um, you know, it's like if you step on somebody's foot and you're like, oh, and the person's like, ouch, you're not going to be like, what's your problem? That wasn't my intention to step on your fucking foot. Like, what's your problem? (laughs) And you'd be like, (laughs) that feels like everybody in New England to me, just being from the Midwest where we'd be like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. (laughs) And maybe not even really mean it. Right. Right. um, There is some cultural differences there. I was like, yes, just thinking about just in the yes. grocery store. Yes. Excuse me. Like, I, I was right there looking at the same thing you're trying to get to, yes. and you're saying, excuse me, but that's not, you're not really, <laughs> sorry. Like, right, this, right. No, this is my mustard aisle. <laughs> I am going to look at the mustard I want to look at. Okay, sorry, I got off track there. No, no, it's good. <laughs> it's all in the same realm of, like, privilege and how you take care of people and how you see people as human and how you identify your own person in that right so like you know sorry to me that word I can't stand it but like I'm big on like acknowledgement like I step on somebody's foot like I'm gonna acknowledge that I fucking did that and that was a goddamn accident whether I say sorry or not don't really matter right but if they were harmed by me yeah I would like to say sorry yeah even if I wasn't yeah but the more important thing is around acknowledgement and witnessing right people and sitting with that you might hurt harm someone. Right. Or that whether you're sorry or not. It's right. like you gotta acknowledge that you did that. Yeah. Right. Whether or not you like it or whether or not you're sorry. Right. And even in self-healing, when you reflect on other people's behavior, this is just kind of coming to me right now. Like when you're when I was saying whether they intended to or not, I mean it's almost like a, a form of self-gaslighting to have to like mm figure out what other people's intents are and you convince yourself that, oh, they didn't mean it. Or, you know, that's just like playing mental gymnastics. It might be that they did mean it at that moment. Right. And it, it, meaning it or not doesn't matter to your point because the, some harm was done. Right. Right. And I know that you're really good at sticking up for yourself, which I love about you. (laughs) No, not in that moment though. I remember feeling like he might as well have just squished his foot on my head like I was a bug and like, you know, <clears throat> like that. It, there mm. was no, not in that moment. It took up until, it's five years later. Like, think about that. Like, it took a long time for me to get to this place. So it wasn't automatic. So I am, but it does, it took a lot of undoing, a lot of unstucking my fucking. <laughs> <laughs> not actual sex. Because <laughs> there was not a lot of that in that relationship. <laughs> <laughs> it's in the book. Are we going it's in there? The book. It's okay, in the it's book. in the book. I, it's in the book. Read the, the book, people. It's in the it's, book. It's all in man. the book like a million is this, times. Is this rated? Like, no, all I say is we don't have sex on? like that. 
Like that. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't read the book where there's talks about where I get hives? Yes. Well, you've also told me this stuff for sure. Yeah. I didn't know this today's episode was going to be about this. I didn't either. No, we didn't didn't plan this. And then we We got on like hives. Then we got on underwear. And then I said, fucking by accident. And here we are. We don't have to talk about sex or anything I like Let's talk that. About sex, baby. Oh, here we go. We have to see. We do. We, we sing this song every time, so somehow it I must know. come back to yeah. sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm starting to get hives now. <laughs> As a matter of fact. I was picking up on that. <laughs> now I'm crying. I'm not, oh, my God. In a good way. In a good way. Well, I had done this thing where I just flipped to chapter seven and I read the title, Everything is Beautiful and Brutal at the Same Time. And I think that, like, obviously, you know, holes in your underwear are are not beautiful, but they can be brutal. But I I don't know. (laughs) Getting back. No, I think that's kind of like a perfect example of what that title describes. (laughs) <laughs> but I thought that I love the theme, and I don't know if you want to speak on something to that. Yeah, so that's actually a little heavy of a chapter. It is. That, um, I was at Kripalu, and I was doing a workshop, and um, it was a wonderful workshop on refuge and detox when I was, like, really super burnt out of the nonprofit and just got separated, and um all the all those themes were co- like coming together at once. Like I could literally see beauty in my life unfolding, but like everything that I had to experience in order to get there felt so goddamn brutal to the point where I like I what there was moments of where I was suicidal. Um, it said it outlines that in the book, um, but I, there's not a you know humans get there when they don't take care of themselves. And that was a really great example of how I had let, you know, I talk about, I had let dominant culture uh, lead my expectations for myself. And it wasn't, I wasn't leading with my truth or what felt good to me. It was like, I was leading with what I thought a nonprofit needed in order to survive, whether I got lost or not. And I got lost. And so I had to find my way back. And so that was the brutal part of, like, I had to break all the way down to, like, um, get back up. So that's kind of the duality of that. Have you experienced any of those pieces in your life ever? Not, like, the suicidality, but, like, of something mm-hmm. being so brutal and I've been there. I mean, the my, time. my default is depression. Mm-hmm. Um, I am in a really good space now, but there were times when I was going through divorce and um, all of that where I mentally would wish a truck would come and just mm. plow me over and end like I didn't I don't think I was actively wanting to die, but I was actively not wanting to live. That's right. for sure. Yeah. Um, because it was so hard to it felt so hard to dig out of. Um, so the layers of <clears throat> my layers are more of how religion intersects with morality Mm. and judgment about your life and how you're supposed to live and that kind of stuff that came into, you know, and having people basically disapprove of my actions that were the actions that were 
what I needed to take care of myself. So yeah. I think that intersects a little bit because, um, you know, there's just a lot of contradictory uh, <laughs> information. Sound effects. <laughs> oh, yeah. Wait, you were saying um, something good, though. There's a lot of contradictory information out there, man. It sucks. Oh, yeah. I think I'm just writing a song right now. That was good. <laughs> I am a songwriter, I like the by beat. the way. Keep going. <laughs> Wait, what? I'm I'd rather sorry. rap, okay. but I, I'm not prepared <laughs> to rap right now. I don't okay. want to rock right now. Okay. <laughs> um. <laughs> Thought it was so good. Oh, um, yeah, like I, you know, just come. I don't know. Um, I, I've dealt with addictive thinking in oh, in yeah. which I feel like it's all the same. Um, and that's part of even depression, or or at least for me, it was where you get stuck on thoughts, and those thoughts may not be true, but they are somehow speaking to the core of you that you are not worthy, that you are not doing the right thing in life or, uh, for me, people-pleasing. That's how I grew oh, up as a survival strategy yes. to do to be a good girl, to be a good person. And <laughs> she's shivering over there. Yeah, it's gross. It's freaking gross. And I still have elements of that. Like, even I'm like, was my job choice to work in human services even about that was like, mm. You know, I, I enjoy it. It to so I I also can't hate that part of myself either because there is a part of that that is beautiful, but it's also like, is it my choice? Is it right. an active choice that I'm making? And that leads to like, what are the structures around me? There's my family, my uh, the and all of the, the social institutions and work and you know. How, you know, sometimes you know that you're kind of making a compromise, but it's okay. You have, you know, there's no perfect world to just be like, nothing affects me. But right, right. it's just like, how do you integrate it all? And I think that your book speaks to the ways you can at least ask those questions to yourself to be aware. Because healing isn't like just a one and done thing. It's like ongoing process forever. It's forever. Forever. And, ever, ever, ever. and it's like a you know a spectrum, and it's not even linear. It's like oh, I'm 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 feeling really good about myself, and then boom, you're back at like whoa, something happens, and you're back at square one. But maybe now you've gone through the steps so that you can ask the same questions and get yourself back quicker into a better mental positive space for yourself. Um, maybe so, you've gone through the twelve agreements. In fact, maybe. <laughs> if you know them, if you've read the book, or if you've gone to a speaking engagement, <laughs> or yes. something like that. Yes. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, yeah, I lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to talk about the 12 agreements? Or? Um, no, no. I was just saying so that there are, there's, once you do those steps, I was talking to somebody yesterday, because now, out of somewhere, out of nowhere, like now I'm doing coaching on the... 12 agreements and the and the 12 steps. I know because... Perfect. Yeah, people who read the book were like, love the idea, love the concept, but I want you to guide me through how to develop my own. Um, so I'm like, sure, that sounds like fun to me. 
Um, <laughs> so, so now there's coaching packages if anyone oh, wants that's cool. to check into that. But um, I love that there's that practical element to it. It's, I mean, I love philosophy. I could sit up here all day in my head and do philosophy, yeah. but acting is a whole different thing and how you implement the things. And um, that's, I think, what your book does a great job of bridging those like all together. Yeah. So you could do it on your own, but I do think it is hard without having somebody hold space of when you get to a certain piece and you got to work through it. It is hard to do on your own. So, um, yeah, just yesterday I developed a bunch of packages, uh, for that. So cool. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, I don't want to go into all of the 12 agreements, but it is, there are levels in which you can get to a place. Oh, that's where I was saying. (laughs) That's where I was going. I was talking with somebody yesterday about, um, once you do them, it doesn't mean like bad things are going to happen to you or you're not going to feel horrible or like you're not going to react to anything ever again. But once you do them, it doesn't, it doesn't trigger you to a place where you automatically go to like suicidal thoughts. It's like you get to a place where you're like, oh my God, I'm so aware that I'm in so much pain. And now let me, let me just stop, get aware and figure out which of these 12 agreements I need to really focus on because then from there it's not it's usually like something specific right so like maybe you feel really stuck in your body you gained a bunch of weight like so you do the body is my best friend you do your love letter to yourself and then you read it you know that kind of work or you're stuck around money or finances so you do stuff around abundance all in the book all little 12 steps for you <laughs> you like my shoulders Jimmy? <laughs> it's like well I get so said. like energetic around it. Woo, we got the twelve <laughs> agreements. <laughs> yes. So yeah. So I was trying to explain to somebody like that's where the freedom come from. The freedom isn't like I'm gonna like <laughs> bring you all this amazing. You know, your life's not gonna like then just be amazing. Like I don't want to sell you a facade here, but I do want to let you know that there is freedom on the other side of understanding who you are in a way where then you have tools and the you can be the witness and and the person that's observing the pain so you're not dropping into the pain where you're so lost right doesn't mean the pain's not there but it's like and that's when i that's what's freedom that's what really we're talking about freedom you can have a life of that feels more free yes <laughs> yeah yeah so. Um, so I wanted to read my poem. <gasps> Do you need um, me to play the tambourine? No. Well, probably not. I didn't, think, <laughs> I didn't think so, but I'm ready. And if anybody needs a tambourine player, I'm also available for hire. Uh, I don't She'll really own my own, but I'll use no, Stephanie's you know, tambourine. For, for podcasts, for yoga for, studios, for <laughs> Can you imagine books? yoga? <laughs> tambourine yoga we're doing a whole may thing that has music with yoga and movement so. sound healing yeah, sound healing is legit it's real <laughs> it's for real is for reals mm-hmm. all right no i was been thinking about this poem that i wanted to share because oh. i figure we can end on that because that's a good wrap it up yeah um we're gonna have a mic drop situation. I have a feeling, mm-hmm. but I don't. I don't have any <laughs> microphones to drop. I don't want to drop your microphones; they're too nice. <laughs> but I will. I will do a pretend. There we one. go. All right. So it was. It's about breath, and um, breasts. No. Oh boy. <laughs> Wait. Did what did I hear? What? Uh, black breath. 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 
She said, now take a breath. I'm not <laughs> Just substitute the word boobies for every (laughs) time she says breath. Dude! (laughs) What the hell? Who am I? Oh my God. You're matching my my vibration, which is hilarious. I ruined the mood, man. (laughs) No, you didn't. No. You brought it. It's, it's like when you have the, the fortune cookie and you always add in bed after. Like, yeah, you bed. know, it just gives you a little extra bonus to think about when you're um, after this hearing phone, them. You're be like, in bed? No, okay. I was thinking about this because um, Michelle Cassandra Johnson interviewed me for her podcast and she. Um, Asked me about specifically like why I love breath so much. Not boobies, but breath. <laughs> breath. I also love boobies, but okay. This is a whole nother topic I'm bringing in here right now. We'll, we'll get to that in the next. <laughs> next yeah. time. Next you time. heard it here, folks. Next time she's talking. Oh, I'm happy to explore it. <clears throat> okay. Anyway. So it just reminded me of how, particularly when we talk about things that are deep and serious, that breath can be our ally. And so I was like, oh, my God, I have a whole poem about that. And so I wanted to read it here today. Okay? Okay, take take a deep breath, everyone. Everyone take a deep breath. Into your boobies. (laughs) Out through your mouth. Into your nose, out through your boobies. I just am lost in that now. (laughs) No, I'm going to see. Besides underwear. That's a cool visual because. So we will expand from underwear to bras <laughs> as well. So any lingerie, any any undergarments. I feel, like, I feel like Lizzo could get on board. I feel like she might have a line that we could. Mm. Oh, help. Yeah, I feel like hashtag could, Lizzo. Give we us. We can reach out to her. I think. Okay. Might be, yeah. Might be. Any, we, I'll just DM her. I'll slide into her DMs. <laughs> yeah, you will. Oh Lord, let's uh, let's read the poem. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ready? All right. Breath. It is simple beauty. It gives permission. It is our ally when we need to be seen. It softens the places in our body that are hard. It gives opportunity and possibility when there is no hope. It finds love in our heart, especially when there is sorrow. It is with us through every single moment that we experience in life. It was with me in my addiction, through my sobriety, through my mother's death, the adoption of my daughter, the sending off of my son to the military, the gathering of my dog Sawyer, and the separation from my husband. It gives us something to always come home to. It is hanging out with our soul when we are lost, just waiting for us to return. There is no judgment in breath, just being with. We are the collective when we breathe because we all need it. Breath reminds us of what it is to be alive. Breath grounds our nervous system and brings us peace. Breath reminds us that we have agency, even within systems of oppression. 
Breath gives us wings to fly and the air to continue as who we are, whole and together. In bed. In bed! Hashtag! <laughs> I'll take wow, that that's awesome. <laughs> Whew. If you all need a Kleenex after that one, Ooh. we got you. Here, we or go. grab, grab your own. It's really not, we're not sharing. No. <laughs> sharing? In bed? In bed. <laughs> I mean, wait, there's lots of sharing in bed. That's, that was deep. Yeah. That's, um, that's a universal concept. I love those things. I don't, I don't think that, I'm just going to venture to say most people haven't thought about their breath like that before. Yeah, so what's so fascinating to me is I think about my breath like that every single day. <clears throat> yeah, but that's what brings me joy because I keep trying to tell people, like, it's so simple. If I get lost, I know that that, for me, that's what breath is. And then I'm not alone. And then if that doesn't work, I go find you. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> we breathe together. That's right. <clears throat> All right, I think we're good for right. today. Let's Wait, up. what part Yo. of your body do you love? Oh, and let's oh. talk about it. Oh, we got oh. to end strong here in bed. <laughs> okay. Boobies. Well, the part that I am showing some love to, I have a complicated relationship with my lower, lower belly. I'm like actually through strength training. I was writing about mm. this. My core. I'm. I. People don't believe me that when people are saying, find your core, it's like, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm looking. I don't really understand what you're saying. I don't, like, I just have never had control of, like, being able to fire those muscles. So I'm actually learning about it. And there's been some breakthroughs where I can just, like, I can, like, I'm doing it right now. <laughs> it's like a Kegel exercise. But oh, Kegel like, exercises are great. <laughs> I I just I'm so proud of myself. It's like this thing happening that nobody like. Nobody <laughs> like can what see the that hell is she doing? Like, why is she so happy? Like, ah! I can move my lower <laughs> belly. But then, okay, so the philosopher in me was like literally connecting this to my journey of becoming like a stronger person that with a core, like to find my mm -hmm. core and to. Um, expose the underbelly it, like I thought oh. about that expression and I thought about how that is vulnerability and when you yeah. in, in yoga you call it a chakra and you know there's so many ways to that people describe that but I've literally been kind of like hunching over my whole life yeah. to protect somehow this underbelly and I feel like very strong that I can stand up straighter and be mm. um owning my space like instead of shrinking down and it's just all part of the journey. So I, I love my little underbelly right now. <laughs> Me too. You love my underbelly or you love your underbelly? I mean both. Okay. Both of the, yeah. the underbellies. Yeah. Yes. I was thinking about that in forward <laughs> folds because it's just like a. Ooh, those were hard. I'm like, they're, they're I can't. Just like a, not a, yeah, they're not a great pose like for everybody, right? Unless you're like super thin and your hips are aligned already and then you can. Mm do the up and over the right way where your body's actually aligned. Like, that's nobody, even though it's, like, in every <laughs> yoga flow. Like, yeah. no one even actually teaches how to get your body in alignment for a forward fold. Except for me, when I have to bring my legs wider because my hips are wider, and now I have a belly when I didn't have a belly, 
So I have to take a deep breath, move the belly out of the way to let my hips shift forward enough so that my shoulders, it's a whole scene. <laughs> it's a lot of mental it's a work. a lot of mental work. <laughs> it but is. like everyone else is just like, oh, I did a phobic yeah. code. Like fuck the, you. Like you were just born. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's no such thing. <laughs> I literally sit there like this. And I'm just like, right. it, and I can't even, like, I, I go like this. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, and they're like totally forward folded, like yeah. on the ground. And yeah, I'm like, they're like heads are down and they're their like, ankles. And they're like, are you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not fucking okay. <laughs> she <laughs> swore. This is She my, swore. I edited myself. I was like, Fuck. yeah, so close. I put the star in the, in the. I know. C part. I'm trying my hardest. This is my forward fold. This is it. <laughs> right. But no one teaches okay. you actually. And what's funny is you can't teach everybody the same because everybody has a different body. So in yeah. order for people to understand how to get your body into forward fold to where you're actually in alignment with it sometimes doesn't look like a forward fold, even though you're in a forward fold. Yeah. Right. So people that have large, large Boobies to bring it back to that. <laughs> There's no way, like Breaths. it's harder. Like you have to literally physically pick them up, bring your like hips forward, then drop them down. It's all, it's a whole thing. <laughs> but you can't just say, do, do a forward fold. <laughs> do a forward That's forward my skinny fold. white girl voice. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie knew. She looked right at me like, I know what, I know that voice. I have my white man voice in the book too. She's like, is that your white man voice? Hell yeah, it is. <laughs> I recently learned that I might might have some ADHD, but I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to the possibility. <laughs> it's sounding like it on this podcast. Oh my for god! Sure. That's funny. And I'm not making fun of it. Like it's, no, I definitely, <laughs> I definitely have ADHD. Whew, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, that could be why we get along so well. Yeah. <laughs> we we match there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I don't know. Um, I have a new love in my life, so that person really is very good at telling me the parts of my body. Oh, I was gonna say you like his parts of the, <laughs> your that person's parts of oh, their body. I can talk about that person's parts of his body, but I'm not gonna do that now right. on this one. That's another episode. <laughs> but it's not, I would just will say it's nice to have somebody reflect back, especially the parts of your body that you don't think is beautiful to other people and it's not like I solicited that it's like mm -hmm. they, he just you know says it just because anyway the thought I had about that was he and I were talking about my back there's a lot of strength back there which I can't really see mm. but I've seen it in pictures um and no Ooh. matter like where my body weight goes that part of me and for women I think that's different because there's um I have a lot of upper body strength, but it's really hard for women to get, like, do push-ups. I've just always naturally had that, um, which has been nice. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, and my back also relates to the core, which relates to, I think, a lot of why I love getting breath in my body because there's so much strength in my back, so it actually feels good to, to do that. I know for lots of people that it doesn't. Hmm. Um, so I have, that, I have that part that I really am grateful for, in other words. 
And then let me just take it to the symbolic level of that you've got your own back. Oh! You, unfortunately, there's like, you carry things on your back. True. You're strong. So you carry things on your back, but that's like not always, that's not always great because maybe there's been too much on your backs Mm -hmm. at times and that's why it's so strong. So it's that duality. Yeah. Look at you. I I am looking at me. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, I'm over there too. It's weird though when I point there, where we should be going there. Oh, yeah. We're in a real studio, y'all. This is so cool. I love it. I love it. Just say goodbye. Okay. We're we're being told to wrap it up. Wrap it up. Can you just like, you're getting so much. See you later. (laughs) (laughs) May you live fit. Fat. And, and breathe. Breathe. <laughs> Yeah. I'm the tambourine. <laughs> <laughs> Fit Fat Chat is produced by Lemonadio. When life gives you lemons, make radio. Encouraging everyone to listen happier.com.